Christmas. This is our third star. Okay. Because I said terrible things on the previous. Gavin's using a straw, Gavin. Even though it's paper, I don't care. It's a straw. You're killing whales, Gavin. Killing like the Springboks killed whales. Like my whole very stick, good. Very my whole good. stick leading up because I didn't know, okay. about the, I didn't know the outcome of the game. Like I wasn't confident that uh -huh. the Springboks would win because uh -huh. Wales are a very difficult team, probably yes, the most yes, difficult yes. team unpredictable you play yep. at, mm. the, at the tournament because mm. um, they just spoil and they harass you, and it's just terrible playing against. Yeah. Um, my my tweet was, wouldn't it be ironic if Wales won the World Cup in Japan? Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's that wicked. Note, I oh, am Lindsay Shooters, sharpshooters on social media, that opinion guy on the internet, <laughs> and I'm joined as always by the editor of Tech Magazine, the largest consumer technology magazine on South African shelves, Gavin Dudley. Gavin, how are you? Hello, <laughs> I'm still chuckling at your joke. It was actually very quick. That was very good. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, hello, everybody. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a week, Gavin. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's not even it's, it's been we, quite, a, quite a week because <laughs> the, the rugby kind of basically keeps you tense for the whole week. Mm, so, mm. and then on top of that, we've had like so much local news, a lot of cyber security news. Do fact. you want to unpack some of that, Gavin? Let's get into it. Okay, so, okay, but city we, of Joburg. Yeah, I mean, we could go on. You just correct me as I go. So, a whole lot of things happened in the last couple of days. Um, I think it started with the city of Joburg, who got properly hacked by a group called Shadow Kill Hackers. Shadow Kill Hackers claims to have broken into the city of Johannesburg uh, networks um, and exfiltrated a whole lot of their data. And they're now threatening to go public with that data if the city of Johannesburg doesn't give them four bitcoins. That's only 500,000 rands. So it's not exactly a whopping load of money. But, but it could be more, Gavin. Given the volatility of the Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Could go up any minute. But the bottom line is that the city of Johannesburg is now had to shut down many of its critical systems, many of which are still not up even now. And um, uh, they are now frantically trying to close the, the bolt the door after the horse has already bolted. You know, I mean, the people have got in. And um, for my money, a lot of this comes down to what I call hygiene factors. Hygiene factors are just doing the basics, keeping your Windows installations up to date, rolling out all the security patches as Microsoft sends them, and these things are just not done. You know, people are running on outdated versions of the operating system and so on. That's how I believe this attack probably occurred. But uh, without dwelling on it, I'm going to move on. We can come yeah. back to any of these. So, at almost exactly the same time, which is what makes it very confusing, we've had a big breakout of what are called denial of service attacks uh, across the South African internet. Denial of service is usually when a hacker group puts together a network of dummy computers, zombie computers, which it's taken over, even consumer PCs or other PCs it's gained control over, groups them together into like a big zombie horde and then uses them to launch a massive attack on a big website. The also known as a bot network. Yes, a bot network. <laughs> um, all, that, all that happens is that the Standard Bank or the Nedbank network sees millions and millions of customers all trying to access its website all at the same time. Like maybe 30 times as many customers as normally would be, you know, using its network. And the poor network can't deal with the pressure and normally collapses and goes down, which means that um, the bank's legitimate service goes offline. It doesn't mean that their network is compromised or broken into, but a, a, a denial of service attacks are designed to take down your network through sheer volume of uh, traffic stress. 
and um, several of the banks reported this was happening to them and then it turned out that all the South African internet service providers were reporting the same thing. In other Except words, these, Telcom. Oh, okay, but I think Telcom was just unaware of it. They just didn't notice, maybe. Or they didn't bother to report like they're supposed to. So eventually, we, we built up a picture of huge denial-of-service attacks going on all over South Africa that had, had consumed a vast amount of the entire South African internet. That's all we know about it at this stage, and it shouldn't be confused with the actual hacker attack that happened on the city of Joburg. Yeah, so Joburg has a bit of history. About two months ago, City Power was... They had their servers shut down by a group of hackers, so no one could use or buy prepaid electricity at one stage for like a week. The lights went out for a little bit. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a crazy little ransom attack that Joburg Faithful had to wake up to. Uh, so I, I don't actually mind the fact that they, they shut down their systems as a preemptive strike. And so they didn't have to go rebuild servers entirely from scratch again. <laughs> um, but yeah, Gavin, as you said, people, like, please just update your security patches. Yeah. And sometimes you get, like, there's a current thing now where uh, Apple are trying to get everybody to upgrade, especially iOS or iPhone 5 users, to update to iOS 13.2. But everyone's not wanting to do it because this was so many reported bugs in the mm. thing. But for crucial security Yes. Like these patches get sent out with these software updates. Yes, I mean, in some cases, Apple even knows about security bugs in its previous versions. But rather than go back and fix all the bugs, it knows that if you move to the new version, all those things will be a thing of the past, which is yeah. why it pushes people along the side. So even like the Catalina rollout, which is the new, the Mac OS, that was a bit of a problem. Like people had things break all over the place. Mm. But yeah, keep your stuff updated as best as possible. And unless it's like really crucial to your business, um, where you'd lose functionality in a program that, that you use to earn your income, uh, to rather just update your stuff and deal with the, the, the teething problems because yes. they, they will get fixed. Um, just one last thing I should add. A lot of small businesses get targeted by ransomware, which is not exactly what happened to the city of Johannesburg. They are being held to ransom, but not through ransomware software, which locks up your PCs and demands a, you pay a ransom to have them unlocked. Um, but interestingly, the city of Johannesburg declined to pay the ransom fee and decided it would fix all its own problems and run the risk of having its data exposed in public domain and so on. We don't know what's become of that. We know they didn't pay the ransom, which was for Bitcoin or 500,000 Rand roughly. Um, and we don't know if that data has been made available in the public domain. And we don't even know what sort of data. Yeah, we don't know what kind of data they have. They might have ID numbers, know, you know, your, your name and your ID number, which. I know it sounds some, ridiculous. I just can't see the harm that's doing. I mean, your name in and ID number are all over the place. In some know? cases, company vet details. Sure, even even that. You know, I don't know how much harm that does. It's not like they have your credit card number. You know, yeah. um, but we don't know what data they actually have. Moving on, so, dude. SABC. Yeah. There was a big joke going around <laughs> the tech fraternities in South Africa about SABC wanting to launch its own streaming, streaming platform to compete against Netflix. But I see in your note you've actually contextualized it quite nicely. It's okay. not really, it's not like that. Uh, well, okay, well you, you, you explain to me how you think this is going to work. How is the SABC going to launch a streaming service that people care about? Or news yeah that's the only thing they have yeah yeah that's true that's <laughs> news, true, news, news and radio and who's watching streaming news at the moment i suppose you know if you're watching the zondo commission that's one thing yeah but i mean would you tune in to watch 
streaming video news report. Let's say it's I the, wouldn't pay for it. It's the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the twelve o'clock news brought to you by ENCA. Do you tune in to watch that stuff? Uh, I know they they could move if they moved shows like Is a Dingo and like all all the big shows that are currently big right now. Mm-hmm. Um, our, what, what's it our perfect wedding like those sorts of shows okay. if they had to move that onto its own little streaming platform I reckon you'd have a significant portion of the okay. TV watching yes, audience yes and the soapies yeah. I wonder if they would have the right to rebroadcast the soapies let's say the bold and the beautiful no they won't have those rights so it'll be all the the locally produced yeah, yeah, which are pretty produced. big some of those yeah, so yeah, some yeah, of them, they like look weird black, but they're huge yeah. you need to you need okay. to experience when win it's a cultural moment so the CEO of the group CEO of the SABC you know the SABC is hugely embattled, endless problems. It's completely bankrupt. Um, they maintain that they are aware that they've fallen behind the technology race, but they are going to come back with their own streaming service. I'm still waiting for them to install the um, terrestrial no. broadcast little boxes, set-up boxes. Oh, yeah, no, there's <laughs> been an interesting development on that as well. Apparently, now they don't want to do terrestrial for the, the DTT anymore. Yes, now they're going to go OTT. They're go, oh, they're, and they want to go satellite <laughs> yeah, delivery. Oh, Jeez, yeah. man. Okay, Which I don't would know. would make a lot of sense for them, but I think. The, but how do you do the installation? I mean, you can't dish everybody. You can't put a dish on everyone's Well, house, most so. of people have dishes already, so they can just piggyback on that. I don't know. But the dishes know. related to whatever frequencies um, you're using. What's it? OVHD, OpenView HD, they do pretty well. Um, with their, their very cheap and free service. True, that's true. You're yeah. right, they do do very so well. So the SABC had to piggyback on that sort okay. of infrastructure. So maybe what, what, we, what we're talking about is that for a very long time, uh, we've needed to move to digital terrestrial television. It's been a to thorn. Open up the spectrum, man. Yeah, it's been the thorn in the side of the government because it's actually held back entire other industries. Um, just because they've been unable to do this. And so we're not going to get into the details of how that happened. But um, now it looks like instead of using Centec, Centec are the people who manage all the huge antenna masts all yeah. over the country, um, instead of using them to send our digital TV on a terrestrial antenna signal, they might use a satellite system instead, um, which will entail probably installing some kind of dish on everyone's house if you want to receive SABC. I can't remember when last I watched anything on SABC, but you know, I think a lot of people do. Yeah, and I watched, they will need a what dish. What did I watch the other day? Oh, it was Musi Maimani's Oh, right, 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 right. I was kind of yeah. switching between yeah. ENCA. Uh, there's a new news channel that's out now. I forget its name, it just went out of my head. Okay. But they actually had the better coverage. Wow. okay. Uh, on, on terrestrial signal? Uh, like, that was on, um, on DSTV, oh, oh, I like somewhere. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, um, all right. So enough of that. Just, just so you Devin, know that mm. you are currently testing the Fitbit Versa Two, <laughs> which, for <laughs> all its failings, uh, yes. is the only commercially available Alexa device in South Africa oh, right now. Yes, like I mean, here's <laughs> the thing. Of all the people listening to this podcast, I mean, if I say to you an Alexa device. Do you have any idea what I'm talking I'm about? I'm sure they know you Amazon's think they do. Alexa. You is. think they do? Okay, I'm fine. I'm sure they do. All right. um, but it's also, uh, you have a little a little tidbit in here. I, have, I haven't found this news yet, yeah. but someone's reporting that Google slash Alphabet, which is Google's holding company, um, are buying Fitbit, which makes a lot of sense because they were scheduled to, re- to release a new Android Wear watch. There was no talk about the Android Wear platform at the Pixel event. Um, Nest had its moment in the sun. The Wear team wasn't there. Uh, mm. So Fitbit is currently floundering in the smartwatch Yeah, race. I mean, the problem is that Fitbit's got great technologies. It's got great sort of mind share and market share and so on. Everybody knows what a Fitbit is. They pioneered that whole market, yeah. you know. Um, but 
they've subsequently been caught up by so many other people. Everything from the Apple smartwatch to Garmin, who've now made a whole range of fantastic fitness yeah. trackers and so on. And there have been a couple of other players, you know, Samsung and Huawei, and everybody else has entered that same market. And Fitbit's just become, from being the generic product like Kleenex and Hoover and Xerox, you know, they've become just another one of the fitness tracker products. But their te underlying technologies are really, really good. And uh, Google has been needing to get into this game for a while. I think Google wants to be in the, um, the personal wearable space. It's yeah. going to produce just such a wealth of data down the line. And the quickest way in might be to just buy up one of the market leaders. Yeah, because yeah. currently Android Wear is kind of like the Android platform where other manufacturers are making Tom on it. So Fossil puts out, currently they have the best Android Wear watch that, that I reckon. And then like other manufacturers make that sort of stuff. But everybody else who's doing anything worthwhile are making their own making their own hardware on their own platforms. Like Huawei's done it now mm. to much success. Samsung does it. Uh, Garmin, as you said, and fit, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it makes sense to me. Mm. It's a big fitness brand. They need that in their stable right now because mm. Google Fit is not the best platform. Yeah, they've tried to make yes, it a bit Google more modern. Fit, yeah, that, that's Google's kind of fitness app that's supposed to track your steps and all those kind of things. It had such potential, but it just you know, if I look at what how much effort goes into the Garmin app and the Fitbit app and so on. They really are great user experiences and the, and the, the Google one just never quite got there. So, all right. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, Gavin. much to add, yeah. Let's move on to the how-to. Uh, You've been trying to punt this for a while. Well, it's, <laughs> I don't want to punt it because I can't really see the point. I'm guessing you're not going to help me here because you probably never used it. I've used Link to Windows on Samsung okay. on the Note, which is oh, called no, no, the, no. what's it, the My Phone app. Yes, yes, so Microsoft has an app called My Phone. Uh, this is for connecting your phone to your Windows PC. And the connection is incredibly simple, as you might imagine. It's one of these... Download the app on the phone, uh, uh, fire up the app on the PC, they connect, you know, take the phone to shoot the barcode yeah. on the thing and they connect and blah, blah, blah. And then basically all I got out of it was SMSs. So the MyPhone app on the all PC... All your notifications go up on Yes, your... you can put your notifications through, but of course you've already got those notifications coming through on the PC already, so you, you don't need to be told about your emails on your phone because of course the emails are already on the PC. You don't need to be told about the WhatsApps on the phone because of course you've got the WhatsApp on the PC. So, yeah. so how are you benefiting from so, getting these notifications? So SMSs is basically all you get out of it. And of course the one thing you don't want to be notified about is SMSs. Quite okay. possibly. Yeah. Uh, but there, there is another thing you can sign onto your, your, your PC by using your phone. Uh, you can do... Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much what well, I got is, out of it. The and <laughs> then, you can I mean, unlock your PC with your it, phone. It, it tries <laughs> to help you browse the pictures on your phone in a sort of a way. But again, it's like wildly inefficient. Oh, you can drag and drop as well. Okay, the, yeah. yeah but, but I mean, that's just like moving files around. You could do that before. You didn't need a whole like, But this is a simple it. way to do it. Okay, but you should be putting all your pictures in the cloud anyway, so moving them between the phone and the PC is a bit pointless when you should be uploading them to the cloud. What if people don't have access to, like, major data They should have access, and I'm going to lobby <laughs> for that in the next, you know, elections. I'm going to be lobbying for cloud services for all. <laughs> <laughs> Free data for cloud That's services, right. man. That's right, exactly, and it should be a, That's you know, the way. That, government that, that department. That is the way. Gavin for president. Okay, guys. so, so uh, Microsoft has a built-in app called My Phone Inside Windows. Windows 10, um, 
and you can put the companion app on the on the phone but the bottom line is I've just got no value out of it it's supposed to pull together your notifications from your phone and display them on your PC screen so you can you know see what's coming on in. Samsung devices like S10 and mm. the Note 10 Note 10 launched with it um, in the in the pull down menu mm. the, the notification show that quick access mm. quick toggles it's called Link to Windows. Okay. It's tightly integrated, comes baked into the UI, oh. um, and it does the same thing. Mm. So, <laughs> And I just can't see the value. So I'm afraid it's not much of a how-to, it's a how-not-to, really. Yeah. Um, don't bother to try out the Windows My Phone unless... Once again, mm. once again, if you are in the Apple ecosystem, oh and you have a Mac, and you have an iPhone... We've just had a stand-up <laughs> fight about <laughs> Apple Watch off off air. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're followed by a stand-up fight about something else, Apple. Okay, do continue. Um, uh, the Apple that, that how, what is it? It's not called Continuum. I forgot what it's called now because you came in with, with our little... Isn't it called Continuum? No, Microsoft's one was called Continuum. Oh. Apple's one is called... Uh, I forget. Uh, I forget. It's, it's like a word for continuation. But they, they did start this couple of years ago already. Yeah, yeah. where mm. you can pick up all your SM, all your notifications just yeah. come through your iCloud yeah. account. And your, you phone, can your phone and your PC sync up together. Yeah, and, so. and your iPad and all. Yeah, so yeah, you, you don't need to worry about these things. If you, it's, it's just Microsoft trying to get into that space. I think mm. Microsoft are trying to be a services it's company now. It's all very convenient now. when you're just joining one kind of phone to one kind of PC. But of yeah, course, in the real world, we're joining many different kinds of phones Talking to many about different kinds Windows of Windows laptops. Mm. If you are in the market for a laptop, a for under ten thousand rand. Yes. We tried to separately look for one, and there was only one. We, we had consensus, <laughs> and it was a very, very good, a very good consensus, and clear take consensus. A lot right now, the Acer Aspire Three Core i5 15.6 inch Full okay. HD notebook. Okay, so so just just to reiterate, laptops under ten thousand yeah. rand. For my money, if you dip below. 7,000 Rand, even below 8,000 Rand, there's a good chance you're buying junk. Okay. But this is 8,000 Rand right now. Okay, Gavin. no, no, okay. But I think, okay, I think if you're buying below 7,000 Rand, there's a good chance you're buying junk. They have cut way too many yes, corners. Yes, you should on that buy product. an iPad. Yeah, okay. The iPad called the we'll iPad. Let's deal with that as a separate <laughs> issue. Okay. If you're buying below 7,000 Rand, they have cut multiple corners on that PC. Either it weighs as much as four bricks, or the screen is going to be extremely dim. All the process is going to be extremely feeble. All the RAM will be inadequate for your PC to be viable for longer than a year. There will have been corners cut on that PC. So don't think you're getting clever when you're buying below 7,000 Rand. So 10,000 Rand is a good threshold for you? Yes, 10,000 Rand is what I like. And this for 8,000 Rand sounds fantastic. Let's just talk through the spec quickly uh, so and hear what's it's possible. It's got an 8th generation Intel Core i5 processor. So 8th so is almost the very latest generation and it's an i5, not the i3, which is yes. the entry level. Mm. And then it has 8 gigabytes of RAM. Which, which is, is the, the minimum I would insist on for a good, fast PC. Most entry level PCs come with 4 and it's just not enough. Yeah. Mm. And then 256 gigabyte SSD, so solid state drive, not a hard drive. Mm. So hard drives are heavy and slow SSD has no moving parts so we've discussed this before it's made up of a bank of memory chips so it's extremely fast 256 gig is not a lot but you just economize and know that you've got the fastest possible data storage on your laptop so the only problems that I can see mm. is that there's no type C port mm. So there's two okay. USB 2.0s, yep. one USB 3.1 generation. So you've got one. three standard size USBs. Then it has an HDMI port, a mm. headphone jack, and a microphone combo jack. 
Mm, that's, so that's the, the, the dual one. Yes, like yeah. well, like you would put into your your headset that you would put into your phone, you're getting microphone and headphones through the same jacket. Yeah, so they don't list a weight here, but from what I can see in the picture... It probably won't be on the light side, yeah, so it, I'm it guessing look, two, it, two and a half K. It, it probably it looks a bit chunky, mm. uh, but that's going for 8,000 Rand now. Those specs are pretty much bargain really basement, good. what you should be getting Really now. good for 8,000 That will Rand. be on par, on par with the iPad... Uh, the MacBook Air mm. it has very similar specs although I think that that Intel processor is clocked up a little bit there's a 1.6 gigahertz but the equivalent one. MacBook Air is going to cost 17, 18 uh, yeah it's yeah. like 20 grand so the equivalent <laughs> Apple laptop would cost something like 18,000 rand yeah, yeah. at and, least and yeah that's that's your take lot tech treasure for the week 20% off right now okay. usual price 10,000 rand now it is 8,000 rand there are only 20 left and just just to make Lindsay's point if you want to buy a PC and you're reduced to buying below 10,000 Rand, then you have to consider seriously buying a tablet because yes. you can get a kick-ass tablet with great accessories for the same amount of money. Pretty much just the iPad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I think we've, we've decided that we don't really consider many other tablets other than the iPad. I actually mm. I had a meeting earlier with a friend of mine and he just dropped contract money on a Samsung Galaxy Tab S6. Mm. I'm sure it's a fantastic product at it's a lot the, of levels. It's, it's, it's the most powerful yeah, Android tablet on the market though, right yeah? now. They're, yeah? like, they're like 14 grand. Yeah, they're going for 16 grand Jeez. actually. That's, that's their selling point. For but a he, tablet, guys. Yeah, you picked it up on one of those those 36-month mm. um, contracts uh, for like 600 bucks, I think, on Vodacom. I wonder why, I wonder why he, he bought a tablet, though. Uh, because he wants to slim down his workflow. Uh, okay, okay. And he's heavily invested in, in um, Premiere, Adobe. Okay. Wow. Well, at least they have the processing so, power for So, so with like decks running on that tablet, because yeah. you got the, the uh, keyboard bundled in, okay. and the, the case, which is nice. terrible. That back oh. case that holds the, the S Pen, oh. it is terrible. <laughs> okay. It's, it's really, really bad, right. actually. I didn't so, know it was that bad, and then I saw it's quite bad. Mm. Yeah, so that's the most powerful Android tablet you can buy right now. Um, probably the Snapdragon 855 processor mm. in the like high-end specs, mm. and it runs Samsung Dex natively as well. So, so we've, we've got a, we've got a big story in the upcoming feature, uh, the upcoming version of Tech Magazine, which covers that specific product as our Android uh, champion uh, tablet. But you know, by the time you've added on a proper keyboard and stuff, your package there is twenty grand. Yeah. Okay. Um, we then do an Apple equivalent, where of course it comes yeah, up to twenty-five that. grand. Well, wow. <laughs> when you take the yeah, I mean, really, I mean, it was out, out the park. This is for a tablet and a keyboard combination. It was out the out the and park. And the pencil. Um, we then also discuss the Windows equivalent. I won't go into detail on that. But most importantly, Lindsay has written us the budget combination of what he thinks the sweet spot is for product for tablet, keyboard, accessories, and so on, that comes up to a really affordable total for a powerful package. So I'm not even going to give away what it is. You can probably guess what it is. Okay. Probably the thing I've been saying this entire that's podcast. Right, the entire <laughs> podcast. But you can read all about it and how, how he put that together and why he thinks that's a winning combination. That is coming up in the upcoming issue of Tech Magazine. He's also written us a separate story about how to use your phone as a full computer. Which Gavin walked into. Uh, me yeah. in full flow. Okay. Um, uh, outside of that, on the site right now, uh, going up today is my Sony SRS XB41 speaker. Uh, little video on YouTube, that opinion guy um, on YouTube. It's all about Bluetooth codecs and how mm. LA, what LDAC is the best right. that we're gonna get and probably have. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think a lot about this whole move to cordless headphones, of which I'm such a big fan. I haven't used corded headphones 
since I think 2005. Yeah. I have not used corded headphones since 2005. But how it has affected my music quality over time and how, it has, how music quality has improved over Bluetooth over time. So I'm really intrigued to find out what Lindsay has discovered. Mm. Yeah, and on the website, I equate the Springbok victory over the Welsh <laughs> To the new Kanye West album. Oh my goodness! They're really riveting, and oh I've got some goodness. good responses on it. Um, Seven hundred word wow. little blog post. Okay, that, that uh, might actually even be fun. <laughs> fun reading. Okay, but I'll link all of that down in the podcast Lindsay description. Can't, he just can't help combining his passions. <laughs> Kanye West. You should have thrown a bit of iPad in there as well. Oh. It's iPad, Kanye well, West, and rugby. Well, that's a if I wrote it on an iPad. <laughs> That's Only it. if you uploaded it with the Galaxy S10. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, absolutely. Okay, with we the should Galaxy. let the poor listeners off. Yeah, cool. That's me. All right, out. Go Boca. <laughs>